Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Terry Levine. She's the author of Turbocharge, How to Transform Your Business as a Heart Entrepreneur. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Great to be here. So I found out before we started shooting that this is your 37th book. Did I get that right? You did get it right. Incredible. Yes. So my next question was, when did you start writing books? I started writing books about 22 years ago. Right. So we figured about two, a little over two books a year, about yes. two and a quarter. A year. Yes, about that. That's incredible. I mean, we've had a lot of authors on. No one is, is close to that <laughs> number. Where do you get sort of the inspiration to keep writing? I mean, what's your process like? It's interesting. I will get downloads almost in the shower of oh. a message that I want to share. And then I talk my books. I literally just speak my books and then they get edited and my message gets out. Amazing. And do they continue on or does each one you know, exist on its own? Up until this book, they've been individual standalone. Turbocharge is becoming an entire series. There's going to be a whole series of new turbocharge books. Oh, this is exciting. All yes. right. Well, let's get into this series, Turbocharge. I mean, the title grabs you. I really love the idea of this heartrepreneur. I love the play on words. It's very, very cool. So Turbocharge, it gets you revved up. What is the book about in your own words? Revved up is really interesting. It's perfectly said. Mm -hmm. Revved up means it's time for businesses to transform. We can't keep doing business the same way. Mm -hmm. We have to learn how to put heart into business. Business, treat our employees with respect, treat our vendors with respect, and really create value for our customers. Right. So when you say heart entrepreneur, I mean, I just, I naturally thought, okay, heart, what does that really mean? You know, mm -hmm. how do you make that tangible? Because there's that expression, oh, heart and soul, but put it into words. Most business is being done with people clicking from place to place mm -hmm. and not really connecting. Heart entrepreneurs create value. They care about results and outcomes that people get from their products and their services. So it's different than heart and soul. It's really connection. Uh-huh. So it's about connection. Do you find that, that, that there's a, a lack of connection in general when it comes to the business world? A huge lack of connection, whether it's in corporate or even entrepreneurial businesses. Mm -hmm. And unless we change that focus, business is not being successful right now the way it's happening. Right. Because, you know, you talk about this idea that there's so many business books out there that give you the tools, but this is about transforming. Exactly. There's many business books. I've read some of them, probably most of them, right? It's tool after tool after tool. Then you have to put that into use and you have to not just take information. You have to have transformation. And that's what Turbocharge does. And where, when did you discover this? When did, when did you have that aha moment of that's the difference? After I left corporate America, and I left because I didn't fit in. I really didn't fit in. I wanted to do business in a value-based way, in a really connected way, leading with my heart. And that just didn't fit. Mm. So I started my own businesses doing business this way. And then I've had thousands of clients doing it this way. And then I said, I want to start a movement around being heart entrepreneurs. Amazing. I want to get into some of those client stories, some real life examples of the transformation you talk about. But what was your experience like transitioning for 
going from the corporate world to the coaching world. Was that a difficult process for you? The most difficult part was actually leaving corporate um, mm. because you get a good salary, you've got stock options. Mm. Stability. Exactly, or so-called, right? right? And people are very impressed. You're president of a national healthcare company. And yet, in my heart, I knew I didn't fit in. Mm. So I hired my own coach, a life coach. But how so? Just just de- dig a little mm. deeper for us. You see, you didn't fit in because you didn't feel connected? Well, there wasn't connection. Okay. It was, this is the amount of money we need to make. This is what we need to have. Go figure it out. You mm. have to achieve these budget, these goals. We don't care if you knock down employees on the way. We don't care if the customers gotcha. are properly served. It was about hitting numbers and increasing the stock of the company. You're not that kind of person. It didn't resonate with me. I was able to be successful. They actually loved me. Right, of course, right, because you were hitting the numbers and the metrics. Exactly. But for me, I wasn't fulfilled, and I knew I wasn't. So, Terry, tell us a little bit more about this idea of, you know, businesses need to make this shift, because businesses can mean a lot. Are you saying corporate businesses? What kind of businesses are you targeting with this book? I'm talking about all business, Mm -hmm. whether it's corporate or even a small mom-and-pop entrepreneur. And the reason I can say that is I've been studying this for several decades. Mm -hmm. I've worked with 5,000 business owners from top companies to small startup companies. And most companies are not doing business heart to heart, connection to connection. I care. You matter. And once they change that and they become value-based, profits and revenues soar. Excellent. So can you give us some real life examples without giving too much away, (laughs) but kind of your process and what you've done and, you know, the before and after? Sure. So I'll give you uh, one company. It's a children's hospital in Virginia. And I went down there and they just had a big consulting firm in and they said they left nothing changed. Mm. So I set up what I call transformation teams. I started with the janitor interviewed the janitors, the kitchen crew, all the way up to the senior leaders. And I have a five question process that I ask. I ask the five questions of each and every person to get a feel for the organization. And then I set up transformation teams and freedom systems and the morale went way up and then the profits and revenues went up. Amazing. Is this just you, Terry? You have a team of people doing this? I do have a team of people. I still love to do the work hands-on as well. Of course. I love, and as I was reading the book, you know, it's so hands-on and you're starting because every le- level matters from the janitorial staff to the C-suite. Everybody's exactly. voice counts. Everybody's job counts. And that's that's sort of your main message here, that it's a it's a comprehensive process. So how did you come about picking the five questions? You know, because that's a finite number and not that many, I would think, to make this transformation. I found there were so many different assessments and tools and Mm -hmm. 100 questions and 300 questions. And I kept saying there's a simpler process. So I experimented. And then I came up with five very simple questions that let me get to the heart of what's not quite right yet. And I can see the tools and then we get right into the coaching and consulting. And what have you learned along the way? I mean, I'd imagine that it's not one size fits all right? Each company's different. So you have to pivot a little bit and adapt. So does the, does the process change at all? Do you take the feedback and then regroup? I always take the feedback and that's when I design the strategic plan. Mm-hmm. So I don't go in saying, this is what we're going to do. I listen to the answers and then I formulate the strategic plan. And the biggest thing that changes really is that people become more productive. Mm. They choose to be, they want to be, and customers feel more cared about. So the feedback you got in this example you just gave, you said morale was lifted and 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 in general, they saw did they see a change in metrics? 
they saw a lot of changes. First of all, they had a lot less people calling out sick. That dramatically changed. Second of all, they had a lot less injuries on the job. And Mm. as morale began to change, they had higher productivity and higher profits. In fact, they ran up about 36% higher in profitability than the year before. Wow. Which is huge. That is, that's incredible. And then how, what is the plan for maintenance? How do you sustain it? Mm. Because people come and go. I mean, think about it. There's new personnel all the time. So how do those new people adapt to the process? Well, I do something unusual. I don't want to be their consultant for life. I want to actually make transformation happen, right? Right. So I bring my skills and teach people within the organization to be on what I call a transformation team Mm. at every level, at every department. So people are working together to continue the internal change. And even if somebody drops out, can be taught to somebody else. Transformation team. And how long is the whole process for someone who's watching who thinks, oh, I need this? I can be in a company three months, six months. The long-term project is about a year. We don't stay in that long to make these kinds of changes. And is any business too small or too big? Worked with startups. Uh I've worked with people who simply have an idea and a concept and brought this concept to them. And then I've worked with Fortune 100 companies. What's been your favorite? What's been a highlight for you? I have a favorite. I have a business that small office of dentists, just Mm. two practitioners, and they really got the heartrepreneur concept. And they got it on such a deep level that people began referring and referring and referring. And now they have seven dental practices all behaving the same way. That has to make you feel really great. It does. That's really, that's amazing. C-Suite Radio. When I read the section on being a hard entrepreneur, Terry, I'm curious, what do you say to the people, the C-Suite executives or even just employees who say to you, not the most emotional person, you know, certain people are warmer than others and it comes from, you know, the heart within. Can everyone be a hard entrepreneur? My belief is yes. We all were born with a heart (laughs) and we all have a human need for connection. So I believe that that's a story, Mm -hmm. that we all have stories and beliefs and I can help them shift that belief. They don't have to go give hugs and be the warm, fuzzy person. They can just care and be in business because you do care, be an employee because you care, not just to show up. Do you experience pushback when you go into these companies? I love that. Initially, yes. Um, There'll be a section, maybe 10% of the people who are really like, what is this? I don't want to be like this. I don't want to do this. They don't like change. They don't like change. Mm -hmm. And when they understand their beliefs and their fears about change, and one of my biggest concepts is living in the present, quieting our monkey minds that chatter all the time. That was one of my questions, right? The The monkey minds. The monkey mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the monkey mind has us thinking about the past and our experiences or worrying about the future, which may not even even come. Right. Once we start being focused in the present, it makes a huge difference. And do you think that comes from the top down? That has to come from the C-suite saying, focus on, you know, right this moment. And because when you think about it, a lot of employees are focused on the future because bosses are telling them we have to hit this. Mm -hmm. So how do you, you know, get in there in the middle there without without <laughs> changing their message, but also accomplishing your goal. So we start with the vision. Mm-hmm. We make sure everybody's on the same page and we all have the vision. So we're holding that vision. The trick is what can I do today being fully present in this moment mm. that will be productive, that will be helpful. And if we do that every single day, we get to that vision. 
you know, there are a lot of specifics. I don't want to give too much away, but I did want to kind of touch upon some of the nuggets. Um, there's a chapter called get your head to shut the bleep. (laughs) Um, and you talked about the monkey minds. So what is the, the nugget there of, if there's one particular message? Our minds can play tricks on us. Mm -hmm. Our brains constantly are problem solving and they're looking for problems. So instead I ask this question, what is working? I don't Mm. want to know what's going wrong. I want your mind to learn how to focus on the present and always finding something that is working. And that's not positive thinking. It's positive being. Mm. It's positive doing. Find what's working and expand that. And that quiets your monkey mind. Yeah. It's cute because I like the alliteration and (laughs) these fun little phrases. Uh, You also talk about setting up freedom systems. Tell us a little bit about that. I think there is a lot of bureaucracy. Uh, No matter what size the company is, we start having meetings and there's red tape. Mm -hmm. If we can cut that away and we can find systems that allow people to make more connection. So whether it's automation or it's systematizing and saying, here's what needs to be done in this sequence, in this order, understand your role in your job and focus your attention on serving prospects, customers, vendors, and employees. It changes everything. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, how does social media play into this whole idea of connecting? Because many might say we live in a world that's you know, as disconnected as it's ever been. And I agree with that. Social media is important. It's important to maintain conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think people sometimes use it wrong, especially in organizations. They're using it to push out a message and to be selling and marketing. Right. And instead, I turn that around. How can you connect with people online heart to heart by giving value, value, value. And how do you do that? (laughs) You really know what your target audience needs. What's the outcome or the results? Why do they buy from you? Why Mm. your products? Why your services? And then give away for free knowledge, information, tools, tips, techniques that will help them. These conversations go so fast. (laughs) There's like a million more questions to get to, but that's why you have to read the book. I always like to ask the authors, Terry, if there's something you know now that you wish you knew then, what's the most important lesson you've learned? You know, because you have a lot of life experience, clearly 37 books in. (laughs) It's one word, authenticity. Mm. Be yourself. Don't pretend to be anyone else. Open up your heart and be yourself. Be yourself on the job. Be yourself with vendors, with prospects. Just be yourself. Have integrity and transparency in your communication it changes everything. It's true. You can't go wrong if you're yourself. Well, the book is terrific. Turbocharged, great title, Heartrepreneur. Uh, I can't wait for the 38th book. Will you come back? (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) When will that be ready? (laughs) Probably in the next year. It's amazing. It's really, clearly you love it and it shows. So congratulations and thanks for being here. It was a pleasure. If you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website. It's csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.